helping collision repair shop owners make money, save money, and work smarter. I'm Fender Bender editor Todd Quartermeyer, and in this episode, we'll be joined by Chris Maimoni to revisit the topic of how to enhance your shop's quality. This time, Chris will outline a process that's worked for him in establishing a culture of accountability in a shop and make sure that no detail goes unfinished. For more from Chris, head to his website, chrismaimoni.com, and also fenderbender.com slash podcast, where you can find other episodes with Chris covering quality topics. And now, here's our conversation. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this latest episode of Collision Cast. I have the pleasure of being joined by Chris Maimoni again, and we're talking again about quality and specifically about um, quality as it relates to establishing a culture of accountability within a shop. And Chris shared a process with me that I think is really representative of that. Um, Chris, if you want to get started, uh, maybe talking a little bit about uh, what arose in the shop um, that inspired the need for this process, where you implemented this first, and you know, sort of that whole history. Yeah, thank you, Todd, for letting me uh, be on your podcast again. I really appreciate it. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, what I'm going to be speaking about is a in-process uh, checkpoint or system that could help you identify uh, when when vehicles are ready to be QC'd. Have they been inspected uh, thoroughly? Have they passed the inspection? Have they failed the inspection? And it this process allows your department heads, your managers, and the owner to identify um, areas of weakness within your process. And so I'm gonna be going through that. Also, this kind of uh, goes in alignment with the previous broadcast that I did a while back with in-process QC. So, you know, it, it basically just goes more in depth of what you can do. And um, I can guarantee you that this will give you ideas to uh, better your, your process within your location and it will help with your KPIs, with your cycle time, with uh, your rental, you know, just every single thing with uh, usage of uh, paint materials, everything that you can think of, it will help at, at the end of the day. And uh, it'll also give you more ideas to do other processes that may help your location it, it just it's that one little idea that could uh create a lot of ideas for your organization so talk us through the process how does it work so the, this process um was developed uh while i was at service king and uh the vp uh alan saviano he was an ex-navy seal and so he was really big about process and about, you know, step by step, you do the same thing every single time. And he started noticing uh, certain things within the market. So he uh, had uh, the director of ops and the quality assurance team uh, take part in creating a, uh, developing a process where it was called the cone method. And so what we did is we got orange construction cones. And the reason why we did orange is because you can see them all the way across the shop. And the 
premise behind it is when the uh, vehicle is ready to be audited, the teammate will put the cone on the vehicle. You can put um, a, a towel on top, uh, underneath the cone so it doesn't scratch the vehicle, but that will symbolize that the vehicle is ready to be inspected. And again, you can see this cone all the way across the shop because of the color and um, it just stands out. So the estimator, production manager, general manager, uh, the owner will then go to the vehicle. They could audit the vehicle line by line uh, per the estimate and check for the quality of the repair. If they see something had not been uh, R&I'd or been repaired, at that point, the audit has failed. And what they would do is put the cone sideways and the vehicle will not leave that department. It will not move to another area uh, waiting to be re-QC'd. The, the big premise behind it that helped um, teammates learn that quality is important is the fact that the car did not move out of their department and they couldn't get a new job, like a technician couldn't get a new uh, vehicle in their stall. So they would have to make sure that the repairs were done correctly and any technician, you know, they're gonna want it one and done. And if they have a car sitting in their stall, that doesn't give them the opportunity to get another job. So it also shows, you know, if you have a teammate that, you know, is prideful, everyone is, they're not gonna wanna be the one where, you know, every single job has a cone sideways on their, uh, you know, inside their stall, because they're gonna start being noticed as a person that doesn't do their job correctly. And it just puts a lot more publicity on them. And, you know, that's kind of the beginning premise of how it became to be. And uh, it was very, very effective. So as you said, this is a very, you know, visual um, process. So it's you know very easy to see when, you know, things are, you know, where they're at. So I presume that this was, you know, pretty effective right away. Um, could you talk about some of the positive effects that um, the shop saw from this process? Positive effects would be um, cycle time uh, was increased. The vehicle was done once, you know, obviously nothing's perfect. So, but eventually through time, technicians, painters, any department head, they knew they had to do the vehicle correctly. So cars were done once. Therefore, you didn't have uh, increased paint materials. You didn't have uh, where a, a vehicle would have to go back in uh, to the repair process. You know, there was uh, opportunity to find um, ways to coach individuals. If you did have a technician or a painter that kept having their vehicles uh, fail an inspection, 
that's an opportunity for the upper management to coach that individual or possibly sadly write them up. So it created a lot of different opportunities for the corporate staff, for the uh, teammates to, to know where the culture would be within their organization that they worked at. Because at the end of the day, the owner has a culture set in place and they expect it to be that way. And this is a great uh, method to instill that culture and teach those, uh, those ways that, that could help uh, create that accountability. So thinking about, um, are there any other ways, um, any other processes that you can think of that uh, might also, you know, help encourage that culture of accountability? One other thing that um, the, the, this, this uh, company had done, they would write, uh, maybe a lot of your, uh, a lot of companies out there will put the information on the windshield, uh, what kind of car it is, insurance company, uh, all the different information that would pertain to that vehicle, but they would also put uh, a box stating, uh, you know, ha has it been inspected uh, or, you know, an area where it'd be checked off by the production manager, the estimator, the owner. Um, so it's the same kind of thing as the co-method is not as visual, but the uh, painter, and other department heads would know if the vehicle had not been inspected, there wouldn't be a, a, an ax in a particular part of that windshield or box area. And that is important because let's say you're dealing with uh, when it's in paint department and they notice that the door handles are not in the vehicle, uh, the, the person inspecting the car. At that point, the cars get a fail, the inspection. And that is very beneficial to have happen because how many times have we had it where they paint the vehicle and then the, techni the technician comes over, oh, you guys forgot to paint the door handles and we used all the paint and it's a pearl. So at that point, you're going to have to deal with a color match, possibly another a color match issue. But if you inspect the car, go line by line, find those door handles, you're going to deal with uh, not, uh, you're going to deal with the possibility of not having uh, work build not performed, which is very, very important for your insurance partners. If you're in the state of California with the Bureau of Automotive Repair, you're going to avoid that. And then also, you know, you're going to do the car once correctly. Therefore, once it's painted, it will go to the technician, get put back together again, and everything moves smoothly and it's done once. And that is the point. Uh, the biggest point I would stress uh, with any process that you guys uh, develop within your organization, but the biggest thing on top of that is you, once you start the process and coach the process, you have to not deviate from the process. 
because a lot of times I've been guilty as well where, you know, oh, it's just, you know, it's a small job. I'm not going to do the process because, you know, what could happen? But at the end of the day, teammates remember that. And if that car goes sour and then you uh, go to the technician, well, why didn't you do it this way? And then they're going to say, well, you did it on this. You did not follow the process on this other particular car. Why are you getting upset with me? So, you know, teammates remember when processes are instilled, uh, they're uh, followed, but they're also, they also remember if, other, if, if teammates or corporate staff deviate from that process. So the biggest thing, like I said, is once you start a process like the co-method or writing uh, uh, QC um, diagrams on the windshield or whatever process you may come up with, just make sure that you uh, do it on every single car. You've heard me on other podcasts talk about test drives, making sure you do it on every single vehicle, no matter the size of the repair. And I can guarantee you, if you do it this way, your uh, company is going to get um, more customer retention. You're going to have uh, better cycle time. Your insurance partners are going to be happier. Everything is going to continue to move forward for you. And that is what we all want. Well, Chris, these have been some great tips and a great process. Do you have any final thoughts to share or any th- final tips for the listeners out there? The, the biggest recommendation, like I said, is just um, once, once you instill a process, just continue doing it because it will um, allow you to just create opportunities for more, uh, for more processes that may come down the line because everything continues to grow just like technology, everything continues to uh, evolve and you're going to find ways to evolve your processes uh, just based on one little uh, process called the cone method or whatever process that you guys just start. And it opens a flood of ideas and I can guarantee you, you won't um, regret doing that kind of leap of faith. Chris Mimoni, thanks very much for joining us again, sharing your insight and your information. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening.